Team Sus is about developing those small wins and building upon it. Having the canvases up on the wall and having them stand and work together, we've seen such better engagement. Long story short, I get to help design education and programming the American Hospital Association. Hi, I'm Max Werner, Marketing Coordinator at DoTank. My name is Jen Braun, and I am the Director of Workforce and Organizational Development at the American Hospital Association. In this episode, we take a closer look at Team Steps, an innovative healthcare training program and discuss the future of the American Hospital Association. Let's get started. All right, Jen, we are so excited to have you on this episode of Do Tank Presents. Let's kick it off with a two-parter. Can you tell us a bit about your role and what success looks like? Big question. Um, So I oversee two programs that have different aims to help support the healthcare workforce. So one of the programs is for executive education, called the AHA Next Generation Leaders Fellowship. So it's a smaller and much more targeted approach to help develop future hospital and health system leaders. And so the other program I direct called AHA Team Training, um, and it's a much broader and widespread program to enhance workforce teamwork and communication to improve patient safety outcomes and patient and staff satisfaction and resilience. And so the primary resource we use for that program is something called Team Steps, which, and you know, just like in healthcare, there are many acronyms. This is definitely one of them, and it stands for Team Strategies and Tools to Enhance Performance and Patient Safety. So probably the only time you'll ever hear me say the whole thing. But Team Steps is an evidence-based toolkit that's been around since the early 2000s. There was designed to help healthcare teams perform better in the realm of teamwork and communication and mutual support. So long story short, I get to help design education and programming so the workforce can create more ownership over their work and influence change. What kind of metrics do you use to track success? I'll start with our stakeholders. Our stakeholders look at a lot of metrics, anything from process outcomes, meaning they were were able to deliver care faster, more efficiently. They were able to um, pull their teams together and meet or brief before, say, a procedure or an operation. And so having some of those process measures is definitely something that our, our stakeholders measure. Other measures that are more outcome-based are, are patient outcomes, mortality outcomes, outcomes related to infection rates, outcomes related to other hospital-acquired infections and conditions. And then from there, they're also really looking at satisfaction, both from the patient and staff. And so we're also coaching our stakeholders on how to prove program effectiveness with team steps. Sounds pretty successful to me. Moving on, at DoTank, we've worked with the AHA to make team training more human-centered. In your opinion, why is human-centered design important to healthcare and what value does it bring to the table? Two things. One, at its core, it's a problem-solving technique. And the second big component of it is it's really putting people at the center of the design process. And so when it comes to those who work in healthcare, they're problem solvers at heart. So I think that really speaks to them, Um, you know, and then they get into the profession because of the people in the center. It's not just patients and families, but it's also their peers. So I think that those, you know, two components really marry well together. Also, I would say in terms of phases of human-centered design. Um, What I think it brings to our our teams is that often in healthcare, 
we do a really great job of the third and fourth phase of developing and implementing. But in terms of the first two phases of really kind of clarifying and ideating, that isn't necessarily where I think a lot of our workforce spends a lot of time in. So by encouraging them to follow this process or really give them the tools to help them clarify and ideate to really determine what is the problem at hand and really think outside the box and get a lot of ideas from members of the team. It's really been a unique way for our teams to collaborate together. I mean, I think any health system can benefit from it. And those that have clinical backgrounds and clinical trainings are not, not necessarily taught or given the space to hone these skills and say nursing or med school. And so human-centered design is definitely a new muscle for them. And so I think health systems can benefit um, from putting in the time up front to utilize human-centered design principles. So they're set up for success as best as possible to make the most impact from the work that they're doing. Just an exquisite answer. Thank you. Switching things up a little bit to focus on team steps, what's the greatest impact team steps can have on new adopters? So I like to say that team steps isn't really rocket science. All it is is really, it's a shared language um, to many of the actions that we do as individuals or as teams, whether we know it or not on a daily basis. And so by using language that's common and shared among, among teams, can really just have this light bulb moment of, oh, of course we should be doing that. Or, hey, we already do that, but we don't necessarily call it that. It's something really tangible that people can walk away after, you know, training and education that they can use the tools today or tomorrow with their teams. And another like big impact of team steps is that it's so customizable that based on anyone's, you know, situation in terms of, you know, where they were, what type of setting, who their team members are, these evidence-based tools can really be a plug and play. Um, and so you can roll out team steps, you know, on its own, or you can embed it within current initiatives. And so it's just really malleable in that way. And I think one of the biggest, especially impacts to be more specific, to, to the question you asked is one of the biggest impacts for for early adopters or those that you know walk away from learning about team steps is it's really about creating ownership among the entire team. And so oftentimes in in these large initiatives, quality improvement, what have you, you know, it's coming from the top down. And so with team steps, it's really about all members of the team having a stake in this and using it to best help themselves their team and however it makes most sense to them yeah do you have any examples of when team steps has helped a team collaborate better or break down assumptions conflict doesn't necessarily stem from just straight up interpersonal conflict it stems from informational conflict it stems from i was told this or i was given this piece of information and someone else is over here saying well, I have this piece of information. And so conflict will just natura naturally arise from that. And so by streamlining communication and really making sure that everyone has, we like to say a shared mental model, meaning just everyone's on the same page. Uh, that's kind of what we've what we've seen as a really big takeaway. And it could be, you know, we've seen impacts on on, you know, these outcomes we've discussed regarding 
um, you know, patient outcomes and staff and patient satisfaction. But really, Team SES is about developing those small wins and building upon it. So, for instance, we were working with a system on the East Coast, and they decided to implement what we call in our world a debrief. Again, not rocket science. It's a meeting after an event to discuss well, well, what could have been improved and what's one thing we'll do different. And they were doing these after their C-sections in the OR. And the team decided that the one thing they wanted to do different was just have this medication on hand because apparently they never had it. That it didn't cause any adverse events or anything um, terrible, but it was always that kind of pebble in their shoe. This is really irritating. Why don't we have this here? And they were able to collectively come up with this one easy fix. They were able to implement it and see that it was it worked. And so kind of building upon those small wins um, is really just what we really aim to do. Because when you do get into these larger quality improvement initiatives, it can seem really overwhelming. And so we try and, and focus on what are some low-hanging fruit? How do we get these small wins, celebrate them? and replicate them and build on them. Speaking of conflict, what are the biggest challenges that come with managing such a large nationally recognized program? Yeah, so, you know, although one of the impacts or a really great thing about Team Subs is that it is so customizable, that is also one of the challenges, is that it is customizable and there's not a one-size-fits-all approach. Oftentimes, hospitals and health systems will come to us with you know, an aim or they're coming to us with a particular problem that they want us to help solve. And they're looking for like a really prescriptive solution when it comes to team-based care. And that doesn't exist. There's so many factors. These are human beings. We're, we're complex. You know, we all are coming from different backgrounds, have different assumptions, have different skill sets. And so by bringing people together, uh, that in and of itself is really challenging. And a lot of times we're really not doing anything too different. We're just reframing things to them. A lot of times folks are are working really well together or there's um, really great processes that have been formulated. They just don't have a way to to communicate that as effectively as they could. How have Dutank's design canvases changed the Team Steps experience and added additional value for participants? Yeah, utilizing the design canvases for our Team Steps Master Training courses have been, you know, quite a game changer for us. And so, you know, I mentioned quite a bit that one of the biggest challenges is that there's not this one-size-fits-all approach for designing and implementing a Team Steps program. And so many of our teams are coming to these courses with a wide variety of, you know, different needs and backgrounds and experiences with team sets. So the canvases really help them meet them where they're at. And so our healthcare teams are so incredibly busy that by giving them time to work on these design canvases, really to ideate together, it's a rare opportunity. Practically, it's a really unique way for teams to work together. It's something they're not used to. It's a different muscle memory that they're kind of working through. So I think it stands out and sticks with them more than other education they may have received. Healthcare professionals, especially clinicians, um, don't do well sitting for a long period of time. So by simply 
having the canvases up on the wall and having them stand and work together, we've seen such better engagement throughout our courses as well. So that's just a practical way that it's just helped the movement and the pace of our course too. Day two flies by because we have the design canvases sprinkled throughout. And so the day goes so much faster than it used to because we've sprinkled the canvases throughout day two. The teams are really working on their implementation plan throughout the day so that by the time we get to the end, they have a pretty good plan already baked that from all the canvases and all the work they've done up until that point, that when they start to kind of put pen to paper and think, okay, what are our immediate action steps? What's our strategy? They have a lot of that from the outputs of the canvases that it gives them a chance to kind of revisit fine instead of at the end of day two, before we had design canvases, it was just like, okay, now plan your approach for team steps implementation. It was much more daunting before. And a final question. What excites you the most about the future of the American Hospital Association? So the AHA provides such a critical role to hospitals, um, not just on the the advocacy and policy side, but especially when it comes to quality improvement and workforce development. And so I get to work with some really incredible passionate team members of mine, and I'm excited about the impact we're making, not just with hospital leadership, but frontline healthcare teams who will one day become hospital leadership. So I think we've been spending a ton of uh, time and resources building up and supporting our frontline teams who really need it the most, especially after the last couple of years. Thank you for listening to another episode of Do Tank Presents. This episode would not have been possible without the team at Do Tank, Kevin McLeod for providing the music, and our special guest, Jen Braun, Director of Workforce and Organizational Development at the American Hospital Association. If you'd like to learn more about AHA Team Training's Team Steps courses that utilize exclusive design thinking canvases, visit aha.org slash team training. Thank you again for listening. See you next episode.